Hey there, this is Anne Teagarden with the Unveiled Podcast, episode 30. Thanks for joining me today. Wouldn't you like to know what men are thinking? I'm guessing many of us have thought, what is he thinking? Or why did he do that? At least once or twice. I know I have. I love this old story about a guy named Roger who'd been exclusively dating a woman named Elaine for a while. One evening when they're driving home, a thought occurs to Elaine and without really thinking, she says it aloud. Do you realize that as of tonight, we've been seeing each other for exactly six months? And then crickets, silence in the car. To Elaine, it seems like a very loud silence. And she thinks to herself, geez, I wonder if it bothers him that I said that. Maybe he's been feeling confined by our relationship. Maybe he thinks I'm trying to push him into some kind of obligation that he doesn't want or or isn't sure of. And Roger is thinking, gosh, six months, that's a long time. And Elaine is thinking, he's probably feeling pressured now. But hey, I'm not so sure I want this to get so serious either. I mean, where is this relationship headed? Marriage? Children? A lifetime together? Am I really ready for that level of commitment? Do I even really know this person? And Roger is thinking, so that means it was, let's see, February when we started going out. Oh yeah, it was right after I had the car at the dealer's, which means, let me check the odometer. Whoa, I am way overdue for an oil change here. And Elaine is thinking, he's upset. I can see it on his face. I bet he feels trapped. Maybe he wants more space. Maybe maybe we both need space, you know, to, to figure out what we want from this relationship. Meanwhile, Roger is thinking, and I think I'm going to have him look at the transmission again. I don't care what those morons say. It's still not shifting right. It sounds like a garbage truck, and I paid those incompetent fools $600. And Elaine is thinking, he's angry. I don't blame him. I should never have said anything. Why do I always do this? And Roger is thinking, they'll probably say it's only a 90-day warranty, the scumballs. Finally, Elaine says aloud, Roger? Roger says, yes, Elaine? A little startled out of his reverie about the car. I'm such a fool, Elaine sobs. If you want some space, that's okay. It would probably be good for us. What? Says Roger. (laughs) He's a little clueless. You think I'm a fool, don't you? Elaine says. No, says Roger promptly. Glad to know what the right answer is in this situation. It's just, it's just that I think, I think I, I need more time, says Elaine. There's about a 15 second, second pause of silence while Roger tries to figure out what the right answer is. Finally, he says, okay. Elaine says, thank you, Roger. To which he responds, you're welcome. And he drops her off and goes home. Elaine that night lays on her bed in torment, thinking about, did I say the right thing? What did he say? Going over it, analyzing it, trying to figure out where the relationship is headed in weeks until dawn. Whereas Roger gets home, opens a bag of Doritos, turns on the TV, and immediately becomes deeply involved in a movie. A tiny 
voice in the far recesses of his mind tells him that something major was going on back there in the car, but he's pretty sure there is no way he would ever understand what it is. I love this story because it's so realistic. It really is. Clearly, men and women think differently, and we certainly can't read each other's minds. Have you ever wondered things like why men feel the need to fix things? Or why can't they just call a plumber and get it done? Why does he get mad if I remind him about taking out the trash? I once asked my husband if he'd read the proverb of the day when we were reading through Proverbs as a family. I asked him because I wanted to highlight something that had jumped out at me. Of course, all I said was, have you read the proverb of the day? He very curtly told me he didn't need reminders to read his Bible every day. Wow, what just happened? I explained my intent and we worked it out after he explained that it sounded like I was checking up on him. Has that ever happened to you? Where you ask an innocent question or give a friendly reminder and you get Godzilla in return? What just happened? If only we could read their minds. Unfortunately, we can't, but we can learn how many men think, which might give us some insight. So. What if we could figure out how to prevent them looking at us with exasperation or getting defensive with us? Wouldn't that be great? Well, I am currently reading a book called For Women Only, What You Need to Know About the Inner Lives of Men, and it's by Shanti Felden. This book is giving me plenty of light bulb moments, and that's why I want to share it with you. I'm very eager to share all the secrets that are in here. So if you want to get the book and read it with me, you can do that. It'll be like a book club. And if you're having light bulb moments, I encourage you to invite your friends to listen to the podcast over the next couple months as we go through this and maybe get the book themselves. The more marriages we can help, the better. Let's face it, despite what culture may be currently telling us, men and women are different. Our brains are literally wired up differently. God made us male and female to complement one another. If he'd wanted us the same, he wouldn't have made two different genders. And may I add that one is not better than the other. I'm so glad that there's both men and women in this world because we each have something to contribute. Instead of male bashing with the rest of our culture or trying to feminize our men, let's celebrate the differences. I mean, think about it. Aren't we kind of glad that men don't get PMS? You know what I'm saying? Shanti Felden started down this path of trying to understand what men are thinking simply because she was trying to write a novel and she had a male main character. She wanted to get inside the mind of the main character. So she started informally surveying men and her husband and others she came in contact with and she began to see trends that were kind of surprising. So she finally decided to do an official survey of thousands of men and get a deeper look at what's going on in a man's inner life. These are things that our husbands wish we knew, but they don't really know how to explain it to us, or they don't even realize that we don't already know it. It's just so normal for them that they assume we understand. And I know that's true for things with us women as well. There are some things that men just don't understand about females. And sometimes we think they do. So this is like getting inside information, not to use against our husbands, but to help us understand and better love and serve and interact with them.
Now, disclaimer, always, these things describe most men, not all men. Your guy may be different in one or two of these things. And if you're not sure, just ask him, do you really feel this way, you know? Secondly, some of these things may be things that they need to overcome. So just because it's common in men doesn't necessarily make it right, but at least we can better understand and support them and pray for them. We're often so focused on what our husbands need to do to change, we lose focus on trying to understand who they are and how they think. While Shanti uncovered a variety of different things in her study, she included only the few areas that she felt were the most important, surprising, and helpful. So the ones that she chose to cover in the book, I'm going to list out so that you know where we're going with this series. So first one, men need respect. Now, sure, us women would like to be respected too, but she found that men would rather feel unloved than inadequate and disrespected. Whoa, I don't know, that was huge for me. Next one, men are insecure. Despite their in-control exterior, men often feel like imposters and they're insecure that their inadequacies will be discovered. Next, men avoid issues by checking out. Men address issues by first pulling away to process them and think so they can better talk about them later. Men are providers. Even if you personally made enough income to support the family's lifestyle, it would make no difference to the mental burden he feels to provide. Interesting. Men want more sex. We probably already knew that one. Your sexual desire for your husband profoundly affects his sense of well-being and confidence in all areas of his life, which may be something you didn't know. Men are visual. Even happily married men can struggle with being pulled toward live and recollected images of other women. Men are unromantic. Actually, that's kind of our way of looking at it, but actually most men enjoy rom romance, but sometimes in a different way than women. And they want to be romantic, but they hesitate because they figure they probably can't do it right. Men care about our appearance. You don't need to be a size three, but your man does need to see you making the effort to take care of yourself and he will take on significant cost or inconvenience in order to support you. So those are from the book. And wow, I think this information is gold, but as my husband likes to say, it's not what you know, it's what you do that counts. So let's act on this information to love our husbands in the way that they need to be loved. So I can't wait to dive in with you. You can read along with me again if you want to purchase the book. It is for women only. What You Need to Know About the Inner Lives of Men by Shanti Feldhan, F-E-L-D-H-A-H-N. And I'll put a link to uh, maybe Amazon in the description. Invite your friends to join us. More the merrier, right? That's it for today. Thank you for joining me and go in peace.